Welcome back, everyone. This is Eric Ellison with the Digital Education Podcast. And if you've been with me for the last few weeks now, we've been on a topic that has been inspired by today's guest, Leadership Lessons from Lasso. And I'm not going to spoil it, but I'm with Emily Norman. And Emily, two things. Where are you coming from? And what's the leadership lesson that, that you'd like to share with us today? Hey, Eric. So very excitingly, I am coming from my home in Richmond in West London, the home of Richmond AFC, where Ted Lasso came and worked his magic. Um, I think as well, um, Eric, if I'm not wrong, I was the person who got you onto Ted Lasso in the first place. Yeah. So I feel like that's a great claim to fame. <laughs> Oh, but um, yeah, so if you hear any kind of environmental sounds during the course of this podcast, you can just think these are the authentic sounds of what it's like to live in Richmond. Um, uh, leadership lessons is really interesting, Eric, because you and I were going to record this a while ago and I rewatched the whole series and I made myself some notes and I, I had an idea of what I was going to talk about and then for various reasons we didn't get to record and now we're doing it today and my head is in a very different space so I'm just going to go with what's in my head at the moment today if that's all right um, and currently um, I've just stepped into a, a new role so I work for um, the Church of England's Foundation for Educational Leadership and I'm uh, working with uh, people who are going to be delivering courses for us right around the country but I'm also building a team um, and so at the moment my head is really in the space of how do we build a team in a really good way and how do we create confidence um, so for me uh, the, the leadership lesson of Ted Lasso is um, about he creates confidence he instills confidence in people he empowers people you know and often people who don't think they have very much to offer I think one of my favorite things about Ted Lasso is the way that he works with Nate, who starts off being a water boy and by the end of it um, is, is giving strategic direction to the whole team. That's one of my favorite narrative journeys through the whole course of the series because he identifies in somebody um, skill, knowledge, expertise, you know, the fact that Nate had been standing there and watching and watching and watching and no one was interested in what he had to say. But Ted Lasso was the person who said, I can see that you have something that could be really useful to us as, as a team. He saw beyond what everybody else could see um, and he saw the inherent value that was in um, Nate. And I just really, really love how he then brings him to life and uh, lifts him up. And actually, um, you know, he deals with the fact the team have been bullying him. He deals with that really well. And he makes sure that actually Nate gets to kind of stand head and shoulders um, and get to take his place amongst this kind of really really high profile um, team. Um, so yeah, so creating confidence is a, is a big thing for me. Um, you know, Eric, that um, we work with a document um, that uh, Andy Wolf, who I work with, uh, wrote called, called Connected Committed. And I was thinking about a phrase um, he wrote here about creating confidence, where it says, leaders in education create confidence by perceptively encouraging, supporting and resourcing others in their learning teaching and leading and it's that perception I think Ted Lasso gets he he sees what other people don't see you know the 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 we call it football I know you guys call it soccer but you know the football world here is a lot to do with status and reputation and celebrity and he is so uninterested in all of that he is looking for character he is looking for heart he is looking for people 
um, who who are interested in being part of the team. He's not interested in in egos um, and people who are all about self promotion. Um, and so he kind of cuts through all that kind of um, that celebrity status that is in um, football and looks right to the heart um, of who people really are. Um, so that was quite a long answer, sorry, to your question. But no, but it's great because I think you, you touch on a couple different things that maybe, you know, just even ask you to follow up on because you, you mentioned two things. Well, you, there, there's a vignette I remember about Nate that when, when they go to the party and Nate's wearing his dad's suit or whatever it is. And, and Ted Lasso sees that and says, we got to stop and get you that proper suit, right? That matches a little bit, you know, of, of kind of the, the, the next phase for him in life and the opportunities and, and that matches him and not in a lot of ways, his dad, um, that, that's something that, you know, just popped into my mind as you're talking about creating confidence. But I think the thing that you, you mentioned that, the authentic nature of it. Um, I think oftentimes in leadership, right, we want to create confidence in people so that then we can use them, you know, and use them for our ends, where it, it really appears like, you know, whether it's accidentally or where it develops over time, is that he just gives Nate more opportunities and step into more places, those silly boxes that they, the suggestion box or the money box or just all those things, but all the way leading up to that place where he's designing plays and then, you know, dressing in, you know, a proper suit for this party. I mean, so how, like, when you think about the, the creating of confidence in an authentic manner, you were a head teacher. Now you're building a new team. How, how do you do that in a way that truly appreciates the person who's on the other side, not the things that you want them to do? Yeah, such a great question. And as you were kind of sharing that vignette about um, Nate, I was thinking there are two things involved here. There is developing the innate confidence in the individual. Um, so it's it's recognizing what skills and talents they they have to um, bring to the table and um, not expecting them to be a particular way, not having a kind of set model in your head of what what they will bring, what that will look like, but actually allowing that to grow really organically from their their own particular ways of doing things, their particular strengths. But there's also alongside that as a leader. Um, you need to create confidence about that person. So it's the sense of creating confidence in the person, but then have totally having their back. So being the person who says, I really rate my team member. I want you to talk to them. I want you to believe in them. And it's, 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 it's making a way for them as well, uh, where they feel really, really safe, really protected. They know you're not going to put them in a dangerous situation, um, but you're going to be there. You're going to have their back, but you believe in them to do the job. And so I think actually you've got to do, it's a both and situation. You've got to work with the individual um, and really grow from the inside what is already there um, and be able to see what's already there, but listen to them, you know, actually spend that time just listening to what they bring because actually you won't know until you hear it or until you watch it. Um, and, you know, one of my, uh, I have lots of favourite scenes, but one of my other favourite scenes is the dart scene. I think actually that's probably one top of my list of my favourite scenes is the dart scene because that, because uh, he, Ted Lasso just drops this brilliant line about, you know, the thing is, is that, 
um, you know, my dad taught me not to be judgmental about people, but to be curious about people. And this sense of we need to be curious about people. We need to not have decided who they're going to be. We need to actually listen, take time to get to know them. We need to hear their stories because their stories may not at all be what we expect them to be. So there's that side of it. And then there is that, you know, that I, I'm a fierce protector. Um, we, um, we used to have values in, uh, in my school where we attach Bible verses to the values. And one of them was about keeping our school community safe. And people thought it was a quite an odd one to have, but actually it came from the children. They said, we feel this is a really safe space and we feel it's one of the things we want to celebrate about our school. Um, but we used to have a Bible verse um, attached to it, which said, no one will make them afraid. And it was a really important thing for us that actually, you know, we saw our job as, as teachers and as leaders, you know, to be the people who fended off any kind of danger and protected our children and our young people and our community. And, and so we have this sense that no one will make them afraid. So when we create confidence, we also have to create that safe space in order for the members of our team to be able to grow, to take risks, to have a go at stuff. Um, you, but to, for them to know that we've absolutely got their backs um, and that we are going to go out and speak to people on their behalf and sort of prepare the way for them and and hold them um, in that way. So I think, you know, so I think there's lots in um, Ted Lasso that kind of really resonates with me as I'm thinking now about building a new team and what that looks like um, and how we do that in a way that really honors people. Well, it's amazing for such a silly show and a fun show. And I'm on, I'm on my fourth watching of it. I started watching it on the plane again as I was flying. Um, you know, and, and it is like you see these things, but the depth and how then if you allow some of this to sink in and, and, and to really get to it. And I really appreciate, you know, the, like creating confidence, but in creating confidence, there's relationship to it. There's safety to it. And, and there is the pulling away from fear. I, I remember a school that I worked at for, for a number of years that the adults were afraid of each other mm -hmm. and in their relationships with each other, similar in some ways, I think, to the fractured nature of the AFC Richmond clubhouse with the, the team members. But there is this place of, you know, do I belong? Do people care? Am I valued? Um, and then do I get to do this with other people? Uh, and so I think, yeah, you're hitting on so many things. So let me ask a final question. It's more of yeah. like a, a silly question. You're in Richmond. Yeah. Richmond AFC doesn't actually exist for, you know, so the American fan who gets, I have, I am blessed because you've given me a Richmond AFC gear and I have, you know, some gear and I love it. And I, I love walking around and wearing it and drinking out of my coffee cup and wearing my shirt. And who do people actually root for in Richmond? So that is such a great question. And you've asked me at right, the exact right moment because no, there is no AFC Richmond, but in a great parallel with the life of Ted Lasso, our local football club here is called um, uh, Brentford Football Club. And they have literally, um, unlike sadly AFC Richmond, um, just been promoted to the Premier League um, very, very, about a week or so ago. So our local um, football club that is um, about a 20 minute walk away from where I am now, um, will be playing in the Premier League with the likes of Manchester United, Liverpool, Arsenal, all those, all those kind of people. Um, uh, they're called the Bees. 
um, around here. But yeah, so un unlike AFC Richmond, we now have a Premier League football club right on our doorstep here in Richmond. So incredible parallels and yeah. good things in life. So yeah, <laughs> Emily, yeah, exactly. thank you. <laughs> they didn't have Jamie Tarts scoring against them in that final game. <laughs> well, well th and that's a whole like conversation to dig deep into another time, like how the Brentford Bees built their team and built their program in a different way than any other any other mm -hmm. team they rethought mm -hmm. like how their development and their development of a team and that's a conversation for a whole nother time because right. i've started just reading articles about it because it is fascinating yeah, yeah exactly um yeah no, and it, it and it's great i think it's really exciting for us uh, locally to have a, a premier i mean we have a few in london but to have one right here um, I think is great for the community. So let's hope that Ted Lasso and um, and his team can can reach the same elevated heights of Brentford next season. Emily, thank you so much. I appreciate you hooking me on the show, but I also appreciate your wisdom and and just this time together. Such a pleasure. Thanks, Eric. <laughs>